Welcome to Business Line Podcast. This is Nikita and Vergis and today we will be talking about the concept of anti-advertising. So generally when we talk about anti-advertising, we refer to brands who are mocking the concept of advertising. And to give you a better idea about the topic, we will be having a quick conversation with Akshay Gurnani, co-founder and CEO of Shebang, an integrated marketing solutions agency. So Akshay, the concept of anti-advertising is a relatively new one in the marketing world and we see many brands like Zomato and Cred who are adopting these no-brainer creatives that mock advertising in a way. So according to you, which anti-ad campaign has struck the biggest chord in consumers today? So, you know, in fact, when you even send me the questions, I was thinking about in the Indian context, which are the brands who've been using anti-advertising and I think there are very few, like far and few brands who've actually utilized, you know, this reverse psychology in advertising in India. But I think, yeah, certainly some that come to mind, for sure, Cred has done a supremely good job when it comes to saying download Cred. Uh, you know, even the kind of messaging they have through their television advertising, um, you know, they don't necessarily even get into the entire space of explaining what Cred is about. It's more about the narrative and then ends with saying download Cred. Um, I think the kind of money they've been spending on the offline mediums to you know, pick up hoardings in Bombay, for example, like you know, where I'm based out of, uh, they've taken the biggest of prime locations of, you know, uh, for outdoor um, with only two words in download credit. So I think that's one brand which has really stuck to me recently because of the way they've been bombarding their messaging across right from television to digital to offline, even newspaper ads are keeping every now and then. So I think that's one brand that has really stuck to me specifically. I would say even Burger King, not in the Indian context, but Burger King has a lot of anti-advertising, you know, in their campaigns that they utilize. I remember they'd actually uh, done one ad campaign around the use or the not usage of uh, preservatives in their burgers. And it's like this burger, which has a lot of mold and all yeah. these dirty things sort of growing out of it. Um, yeah, again, yeah. sort of brings out the message in a very crass way, but it, it sort of sticks to you because it makes you realize that, you know, this is what preservatives not being in the burger can actually do. And in a way, it talks about the purity of the burger, but show it in a dirty manner. So I think that was one which really stuck to me as well. And I think for all of us advertising students, I think right from day one, we've always spoken about Volkswagen being the pioneer in anti-advertising, right? When we spoke about the, the Think Small campaign, this is back in the 50s or 60s, actually. And we still actually discuss those ads even in today's day and age where, where you know, how brands back in the 60s were actually way ahead of the time when it came to actually bringing out a message in a more impactful manner. I think the Think Small campaign was, I would say, bang on when it came to you know launching a, a German car in the US context. Um, they really sort of capitalized the entire market with their communication. And that was one which sticks to my mind, uh, even after having passed out from college like 12 years ago, I still think about that one as well. So I think with all of these ads, we can see that brands have really strayed away from the traditional advertising approach. And that's the most important thing when we talk about anti-advertising, right? Yeah, and it stems from the fact that, you know, like in today's, uh, the way content is being generated and the way attention spans are going down drastically. Uh, you know, we should talk about 30 second ads, we now talk about 20 seconders, then we talk about 15 seconders, then we talk about six second bumpers. I think that the time duration that an individual actually has to grasp a message is coming down with time. And we keep talking about the point that, you know, we all have uh, this goldfish memory, right? Like you, you see something and you've already forgotten about it the next second because 
you're already being bombarded with so much more content, be it about your friends, be it about a brand, be it about an ad, that how can you actually capture that imagination for those two seconds becomes very important. I think that's when anti-advertising somewhere comes into play to really capture your mind for those couple of more seconds that make you engage or click on an ad or click on a banner and have some bit of engagement from there. So Shebang is quite known for its creative approach to marketing content. And as an agency, do you think this is a concept that you might like to explore with your clients? Absolutely. I think it's been very difficult to convince our clients. I think the Indian advertising space is still in a growth or nascent phase is what I would think. Is still not mature to a point wherein brands are willing to take the risk. So, you know, of course, while we've been pitching a lot of anti-advertising and simple messaging to many of our clients, typically what happens is that we need to then, you know, add in a lot more USPs, add in a lot more brand speak, which sort of takes away the entire essence of, you know, anti-advertising. So I think it's a responsibility of agencies like ours who are in the new age communication to educate clients about how such kind of concepts can actually help increase conversions, click-through rates, you know, viewability, top of mind recall. Um, but I think it's a process we're sort of embarking on with our clients today. Um, I'm totally game. Um, and in fact, we've been trying to incorporate that in some of our pitches, you know, for the coming year, in fact, and hoping that some actually campaigns go live in this kind of uh, nuance. Yeah, so I'm guessing at the end of the day, as an advertising agency, uh, you do need to look at what clients want and what their requirements are. Exactly. And I would say some of the new age funded companies, some of the new age startups who are getting funded, who are run by also fairly younger, you know, marketing teams are the ones who probably are up for taking this kind of risk. And I think that's what Cred does beautifully, right? They have a fairly young team. They also work with fairly young agencies as well. So I think it somewhere comes, it's like a two way, right? Like, I mean, one is that we can pitch the concepts, but it's also about the brands being able to take the risk and adopting that within their overall communication scheme. So I think some of these new age startups who are getting funding are the ones who don't mind taking a risk because I think it's all about breaking the clutter and, you know, maybe using honesty, maybe using self-deprecating humor in the communication. And that's where the entire concept of anti-advertising becomes slightly more interesting. So the crux of anti-advertising is probably the concept of reverse psychology. And many of these ads essentially discourage consumers from trying out the products that are being marketed. So why do you think that this reverse psychology is an approach that brands can use to appeal to consumers nowadays? I think reverse psychology and I would say as human behavior, uh, somewhere we are hardwired right from our childhood to do things when we are told not to do them, right? Like, and when I introspect about myself as well, like my mom would be like, you know, don't touch this uh, plate, it's hot. I would still go and put my finger there, right? Yeah. Or somebody will say that this, this, this paint is wet, but we still go and touch and see is the paint actually wet. So yeah. I think somewhere it's hardwired within the human psychology that let's do something which we are told not to do. It's, it's almost like that pleasure of breaking the rules. I think that's where the entire reverse psychology somewhere comes into play because someone's telling you, hey, this, this t-shirt is not for you. But you still go and buy it because it's for the kick of saying, you know what, I've broken a rule in a way. So have you heard of the dating app Thursday? Thursday, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they tell their consumers that the only day they're allowed to use the app is on Thursday. And I think when a brand creates that kind of hype or FOMO by telling us that they can't use the app on any other day, subconsciously we feel like using the app even more. And we actively wait for Thursdays to arrive. Yeah, I think when you create boundaries that people want to break those boundaries or break those shackles, and I think that's where the messaging sort of becomes more interesting. And 
if someone says you know what don't click on this ad you probably might go and click on this ad you know because a you aren't used to seeing that kind of communication and b it's again like hardwired within us to break a rule so um, i would say yeah, i think that's where the entire reverse psychology somewhere comes into play if you talk about dating apps i think even hinge had done a bunch of campaigns when they said that uh, this app was made to be deleted mm-hmm. so almost yeah, in a way saying that you know yeah. yeah like you will surely find a partner then you delete the app so yeah. it's again using that kind of a reverse psychology saying that you know you will pakka find somebody on the app which is why you will actually delete the app later on so yeah it's a very smart way to approach these things so in your opinion is there a particular target group that is most likely to have a positive response to such campaigns or do you think it's mostly made for the general public i would assume that the gen z and the millennials the younger crowd probably might get this kind of a humor or get this kind of honesty just from the perspective of the kind of content that they consume and the kind of Uh, you know upbringing they have with this kind of you know messaging um i would say probably the gen z or when the gen alpha as we call them are the ones probably who might be more receptive to such kind of self deprecating honest to truth you know humorous kind of content as compared to maybe the slightly older audiences and like you know sometimes it becomes difficult to explain to the older audiences that as to why this messaging is actually supposed to be humor and not to be taken at face value so you know i think that kind of content is adopted a lot more by the younger generations and i think also because the younger generations consume so much more more content i think it's more important for them to have such kind of communication being targeted to um, so that they sort of you know take an action and probably interact with you but what about when you look at it from a geographical context do you think it would work better in western countries when you compare it to a place like india yeah i think it it comes from the maturity of you know understanding up to a large extent um you know because also for someone to understand their messaging there has to be certain kind of intellect attached to it if the consumer himself is not mature enough to understand where the brand is coming from or where the humor is coming from Uh, that messaging will fall flat completely so i think of course from a communication standpoint the western countries are a lot more mature not just from the way they advertise but also from the way the consumers consume content so i think it's is still a very western phenomena that way but i see that with the newer generation coming up in india um, we'll see like a lot more of these kind of messaging coming directed towards the youth Uh, who understand this kind of smart messaging because you know eventually anti advertising is a very smart form of advertising it's it's not you know it's not saying it the way it's supposed to be said it's it's making you think it's making you feel something which is again slightly more mature in the way it's communicated yeah i think that's a very huge misconception that most of us are operating under a lot of people say that the download trend creative for example is a no brainer there was absolutely no effort that went into writing that copy but that's not true because you have to think about your target group and how they would respond to it and there's a lot of research and thought that goes into those two simple words yeah i think like a cred audience you know if you think inherently is a very mature audience because they are already you know cred card users right so they are audiences who are well read well traveled maybe well researched themselves they're coming from a slightly higher economic strata as well so the likelihood that someone who's downloading cred already knows about cred is slightly high even if he does not know about cred probably go and search about cred and know about it himself like he find out about cred himself so i think the kind of brands that can probably take anti advertising into their realms 
are brands that are talking to a slightly more you know i would say evolved audience in a way all right akshay so on that note i think we'll draw this conversation to a close thank you so much for all your insights and your time have a nice day sure